Well, my goodness, my goodness. Good morning, good morning. It's Diana Prince with Pen Up Talk. It is about 2.40 in the morning. I'm going to quickly do this podcast and go back to sleep. I have a model today and I have a model tomorrow, but my model for today will be here at 8 a.m. So thank you always and once again and foremost for supporting my podcast to everyone who has followed it and listened to my episodes for the past two years or so and everyone who has supported my columns. So I'm not going to add any background music because I'm having a problem getting the podcast to um, to be saved and published. So unfortunately, until I figure that out, I'm not going to be using any background music. So you have to listen to the lovely fans that me and my husband have going on in the room because of course it's two o'clock in the morning. It's pitch black dark in the um, at 2.40 in the morning. And um, yes, we have the fans going. It is Las Vegas. I think it was 73 yesterday. It was warm. I went out on the balcony, hung out for a minute, and literally it was, it was warm. So, you know, welcome to Vegas. But anyway, when I think of 73, that's so different than 105 or 115. That's a major difference. Um, anyways, I tried to cover this podcast yesterday. So let me, I mean, this, I tried to cover this topic on my podcast. So I want to get into this. There are topics that I cover um, on Facebook and with one picture, I'll post um, something, a topic. Usually it's pretty brief. Once I see that the topic is getting lengthy, I will usually take it over to my website and I'll do a blog on it. Um, And then there are times where I will actually post about something briefly, blog on it, and pretty, you know, in lengthy detail, lengthy. And then I'll actually cover it as a topic on my podcast as well. So I feel like this is one of those topics and it's relevant. Um, maybe I'm going to enlighten some people. Uh, first, first and foremost, I find myself these days really wanting to say this in every podcast episode. Working with people, and when I say working, that's, that's an ongoing thing. That's working, meaning a work in progress. Not I worked, meaning once with someone or we used to work together and now it's over. But when you're working currently in motion and in production and working with someone um, on a regular basis, on an ongoing project, on a regular basis, but different projects, um, knowing what their goals are when working with you is really, really important. It should be imperative for you to want to know these things because everything is going to run smoothly if you know and have that information and if you always keep it in mind when you're thinking of your goals when working with that person. And you gotta think about learning things like um, and consider their likes and dislikes. I think that is so important no matter what topic I seem to cover. It's just extremely important. to always, you know, do the things that I mentioned on my podcast before. There's a recipe 
for success to producing positive results. And the key ingredients are research, um, communication, organization, and level of commitment. But what comes along with professionalism is also knowing the goals and the frame of mind of the people and specifically each individual person that you're working with, working, meaning that it's current, it's something that it's ongoing. So with that said, I want to talk about um, knowing your measurements when you plan on doing any sort of modeling that has to do with clothing. I just want to be specific here. Um, for so long, of course, I've been modeling with clothes, <laughs> but I did not know my exact measurements. Now, knowing your measurements is different than knowing your dress size or knowing that you're a size small, medium, or large, or in my case, depending on where I'm shopping from, if it's a Chinese manufacturer, um, usually I'm a 2X, and um, a 1X would even be too small for me at times. And then when I order things that are actual vintage, that are 50, 40, 50, 60, 70, you know, I don't think I've ever ordered anything 70 years old, but things that are extremely old, like say from 1950, the sizes are different. I'm like a size, I think like 18 or size 20 in 1950 vintage clothing. So knowing your measurements is extremely important. Even if pinup is a hobby for you, if you plan on wearing clothes, then knowing your measurements is important. Not just knowing your bra size, not just knowing your dress size. Like I said, for me, I'm speaking for me, for so long I did not know my actual measurements. And it's so simple, easy, cheap, um, harmless and painless to get it done. It really is so simple. What I did was I went ahead and ordered a very cheap, I think they came two in a package, measuring tape, two or three in a package, um, from uh, an, an overseas seller, I believe, from China. So it cost me like $2 maybe. Um, and I got like two or three different very simplistic plastic measuring, uh, body measuring um, tapes, measuring tapes. So once they arrived, it took a couple weeks because they're coming from overseas, but they're really expensive. If you want something very fast, then you buy it from um, an American seller, you know, a U.S. seller if you're in the U.S., and it'll cost more and you'll get it faster. That's nine times out of ten, that's what's going to happen. So I waited a couple weeks the measuring tapes came in. Um, I measured myself and then I began to measure each of my clients that I have here on a regular basis. And I also measured my husband because I was in school at the time um, for personal stylist. And that's something that along with doing uh, closet audits and there's so many things that are involved. That's why it took me like almost a year and a half to complete school in that um, subject. So one of the things was, was 
measuring your clients and knowing their measurements, knowing their sizes, but knowing their measurements. So it's really, really simple to do. Literally, it can take you less than a minute to do it. And again, $2 and you can get a measuring tape in the mail in a couple days. You can get it in a couple weeks. You can go to the Walgreens, Walmart, Target. You can go to the grocery store, I'm sure has them. And I know the 99 cent store has them. I can picture it in my mind right now, the yellow with the black writing, they, they have those. Um, so it's really, really simple. And I think that it is something that is so simple, but it is extremely important. It's one of those things that it doesn't take long to do. It's not expensive to do. Um, it's not difficult and challenging to do. And it's something that's extremely important. Now, I want to go over the reasons why it is important because you're working with clothing. Now, there's three ways, three main ways of obtaining clothing for a photo shoot, the three average ways. Um, you're going to buy clothing on your own. The stylist or photographer that you're working with is providing wardrobe or a company has sent you wardrobe for your photo shoots for you to model in for their company. So those are the three major ways. I guess a fourth way would be borrowing something from a friend. I've never had a friend that I've borrowed clothing from since I was in high school. So I can't, you know, relate to that. I think that that would be like fourth on the list and just looking at my clients and every other model, that would probably be the last thing. Um, so, and I have to stop saying, um, okay, so you buy things on your own. Um, I think that even the, the, the most richest people, the most wealthy people still don't want to waste their money. I, I know that I don't. And when I think of the average client, you know, the majority of my clients, they're not rich and wealthy either, just like I'm not, just like my photographers are not. So when we're thinking about money, money and logic, um, doing the research and being realistic should come over your emotions. I understand fully, like anybody who knows me knows that I love fashion and I love clothing and I love accessories and props and you cannot tell me that I don't. It's my life, literally. It's such a big part of my life. It's a big part of my day, every day, in one way or another, because I'm involved in the fashion industry in different ways, mainly in pinup. But I understand as a consumer, as a female consumer, um, as somebody who's looking for clothing for wardrobe for photo shoots. So I'm breaking it down to, I can totally relate to seeing something and loving it. But I'm realistic and I think about my money. To me, that's just common sense and it's logic. I don't have money to waste. I'm able to keep things for my clients and place them in my wardrobe room if something didn't ends up not fitting me well. Um, and yes, of course, over the past four or five years, that's how I've accumulated an, a, an entire room 
full of stuff is I've ordered things that I knew wouldn't fit me. Um, but it was something that I needed or it's something that really inexpensive that would add to the academy and I would end up making money off of it because of the multiple uses by multiple of the multiple uses from multiple clients. So, um, and then there are things that I can fit and I keep them in the wardrobe room for my clients. And then a lot of things I sell, but the bottom line is I'm not interested in spending my money and wasting it because of the fact that I just had to have it. I've been shopping online recently. Um, I wouldn't say a lot more than I have because I don't know if that's possible unless I have more money, which I do not. Um, I've just been looking at different things and looking for different things. And I see things that are so inexpensive and they're so freaking cute, um, specifically from Fashion Nova and I want them and they do not have my size. So why would I do that when there's so many other cute things that I want that are inexpensive and that are in my size? I mean, you have to just let it go. <laughs> it's just a piece of clothing. I think it's easier when, well, actually it depends on who you are. Maybe if you want to try something on and you could clearly see it doesn't fit you or it doesn't look right on you and that's your opinion, um, that's different. And you may say, okay, well, I'm definitely not buying this. More so than seeing that they don't have your size and ordering it anyway and you know it's not right in front of you I don't know what would motivate people to buy something that doesn't fit them when those two things are the cases um, I understand people get motivated because of a garment to lose weight I'm not here I've said this before for that for the emotional side of what's going on with a model i'm here for the business side i'm here to make sure the companies that are sending clothing are getting the content that they want i'm making sure that i get the style and the content that i want for my columns articles and everything has to do with clothing unless obviously if it was a nude shoot which most of my clients do not do so we're, we're dealing with clothes so I understand that it motivates people there you know I study people there are people of all walks of life and people who have different tastes and different ways of doing things and I don't doubt anyone I'm sure people out there that have lost a lot of weight and kept it off had skeptics out there. There were people who were critical of them. There were people who doubted them and told them and, you know, they even doubted themselves. But somehow, you know, they triumphed and they made it and they lost the weight and they kept it off. And it may have began with them going to a class reunion or going to a um, you know, a, a wedding, someone, someone else's wedding or them getting married or summertime's coming. Got to have that summer body. I have the perfect bikini and I, you know, there, it may have began that way. Who knows? I, I personally think it's not good to go back and forth with your weight. Um, 
I just don't see how that can be healthy. And listen, I am nowhere near being the healthiest person. But all I'm saying is this. I'm not going to judge someone and say, well, if you buy that, knowing it doesn't fit, and you plan on losing weight, are you really going to, you know, are you, I mean, ask yourself, are you realistically going to do this? Do you have the time? Do you have the know-how? Have you done it before and failed? What are you doing differently this time? See, I can't, that's a life coach. That's a, a fitness, um, you know, trainer. That's a dietitian. I'm not those things. All I'm saying is, is it realistically going to happen? But what I want to deal with and what I am dealing with and what I'm going to deal with is the here and the now. Does something fit you right now? Is this something that fits you well, in my opinion, my professional opinion? And see, everything comes down to personal taste. That's why I choose the hairstyles that I do and the clothing that I do for my shoots. That's why I shoot with a photographer and may never shoot with them again or why I shoot with them and I'm running to shoot with them whenever they're available. It comes down to personal taste. Um, Something may quote unquote fit, but it may not flatter you. There are just certain body types that certain things look better in, and this is my opinion. And when we're talking about my projects or things that I'm doing through other companies, where it it doesn't have anything, well, not anything, but it doesn't solely have to do with you paying me to do your hair and you getting pictures. This is, this is above and beyond. These are the extras. Well, when things like that are involved, um, you know, I'm going to choose people who are wearing wardrobe that I think that flatter them. I'm going to choose people that I think are going to flatter the wardrobe that has been sent, et cetera, et cetera. So, Um, you know, hey, you pay me for styling and then you choose what you want, whether I think it looks great or not. But the bottom line, I keep saying that too. The bottom line is knowing your size is very, very important. Knowing your measurements is very, very important. Just saying you're a size 12 dress is not going to be sufficient enough once you really start dealing in clothing. It's, It's just a fact. I mean, when you go online even I think of all the companies that have size charts and it's like they may say large and then they may say it's a 10 12 but then they're going to go into detail and tell you what the bust area is what the waist area is and what the hips are now what I do is I measure my bust area my waist my hips and then I measure just below it at where my thighs begin because my thighs are thick and they're thicker than my hips. I don't have hips. So basically my waistline to my hips is pretty much the same size, but then there's a huge difference just inches later when you get into my legs. And so it's like, if something is form fitting, it's, I'm going to have to know what my measurements are for that dress and just, you know, when you're working with companies and when you're working with designers and stylists, you have to know your sizes. Um, if you've lost a substantial amount of weight, enough to, to go down a dress size or two, if you've gained a dress size or two, since you've last worked with someone, this is something that you're going to need to tell them. 
I wouldn't necessarily say if you're a size 10 and now you're a size 12 and the picture you're the, the pictures that you're posting, you're a size 10. I wouldn't say if you're going to work with someone new, hey, tell them, oh, I'm a bit bigger now. I don't think that that would be necessary. Um, but at the same time, it's about our, our, do you really look similar to the pictures that you're posting? That's why overly edited images can be um, hurtful. And, you know, I love edit. Everybody knows that. I love retouching. Um, in Photoshop, but it can be harmful when you show up looking nothing like your pictures. And that's what I want to, but I want to focus on the size, um, and, and knowing your measurements. And that's, that's another reason it's been really rare that I've had, um, a model when I've been looking for someone a certain size only because the wardrobe is a certain size. And then the model shows up after saying she can fit it and can't fit it. That's rare. That's extremely rare. But almost, I don't know if I have, almost all of my clients do not know their exact measurements. I would say 90% of them do not know. That's the reason why I bought my measuring tapes as well. Um, so when I have returning clients, I know their size while I'm planning their wardrobe. But I've actually had people tell me that they were a size, say, seven, eight, and they showed up and they were definitely like a solid size 10. And it's like, wait a minute, if you're wearing things that I can wear, if I'm going to end up not putting you in what I was originally going to put you in, which is I wasted my time, which is, you know, again, it's fine. That is what I do is I prepare wardrobe, but it goes into your styling and your photo shoot time when I have to backtrack and come up with things. And it was like, it's like, if it's something like a specific costume or something, then what can we really do to replace that? Um, if that was the theme of the day, because the set is already set up or we already have the location in mind, so many things can be altered, but if you know you are fitting basically i end up taking out things and you end up wearing something that is something i've worn something i can fit and i'm a size 12 then i don't think and it fit you nicely i i think let's just be realistic from now on and you're not a size 7 8 i don't know when this was but you're not right now and that's what I mean about not wanting to deal with the emotions. That's like got to be the downside of what I do because I'm dealing with people. And when I have to say dealing, yes, working with people means dealing with their emotions. And obviously I have mine too, but I don't want to focus on that. It's like, can you fit this or can't you? Are you a size eight or are you really almost a size 12? There is a major difference. There's a major difference, and you need to know that. I mean, if you go shopping at Walmart or, you know, wherever you order your clothes from and you're still fitting that size 8 and it's because, the, I don't know, maybe the material is extremely stretchy, okay, well, it's going to cause a problem. When you're working with people who need a specific size for a project, like a photographer or a designer or a clothing company, 
because um, they're sending you things and they need to know what your size is. They need to know what's going to flatter you. I remember when I first started working with Atomic Jane, we kind of went back and forth for a little Atomic Jane clothing. We kind of went back and forth for a little while because certain dresses were just a little bit too big and then cer certain ones fit me perfect. And it was like we needed to narrow down my exact size and we had to do that by my measurements and then they could go according to that and to those um, exact measurements of mine so it's like I was saying it's going to cause a problem if you show up and you don't know now if you're working with someone and you're um, paying them and they're providing wardrobe they need to know what size you are before you get there usually that is going to be the case if you are applying to work with a photographer for trade on a project that they're doing or they're actually looking to pay models you definitely have to look similar to your pictures you definitely have to show up the size that you tell them that you are bottom line this is not you paying them and you have your own wardrobe this is not you paying them and it's your pictures for posting online. When you're dealing with people in business, they're going to take their time and their money very seriously, regardless to if that's what you're doing. Now, like I said, I understand the emotion that comes and it gives you drive and motivation to want to work out for me and lose weight to get into something. For me, I love my clothes too much to lose a substantial amount of weight and have to buy all new stuff. No, 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 no. That's just, you know, I would not be happy. I'm happier this way. Of course, I would like to be healthier. And of course, if I could have, you know, more solidness and more muscle tone, of course I would. But see, again, we're talking about emotions and I'm not going to go to the companies that I want to work for or that I'm working for as a clothing model and tell them how I feel about my body and tell them that I don't want to have to replace all of my... I mean, that's emotions and it's personal. I'm not going to them to talk to them about that. I'm not talking to my photographers about that even. It's like, just no, you know? So what I'm saying is, you know, being realistic, um and thinking about the people that you're working with and what their needs are, what their wants are. I mean, if you were a size medium and you're now a size large, this may not cause any, um, you know, issues, but it's something that needs to be said. It's something that needs to be known. It's something that many people may need to know if they're involved in the wardrobe for your photo shoots specifically you know um I can't get any more clear than that because it's like you're buying stuff so why would you want to waste your money other people are providing wardrobe for you that they have and they need to prepare ahead of time so they need to know your size um or there's a clothing company sending you things they need to know your size you need to know your size. Why? Because they need to know. They need to know your measurements. And it's something that's very simple to do. And I don't think 
I mean, I just want to pull my hair out every, and thank goodness, I really want to say thank you, God, that I don't have to hear this often. But if, you know, when I hear somebody say that pinup is just a hobby or, you know, that's equivalent to someone saying, are these magazines that were in these real, quote unquote, real magazines? What do you mean, are they real? You know, when someone says, well, you know, pinup isn't a real career or pinup isn't a real field in modeling. It isn't a real part of the modeling industry. What do you mean by that? I mean, some things are just facts and then some things are a matter of perspective and then some things are a matter of your emotions and within that perspective, that's all you're dealing with is your emotions. And that's how I feel about people who don't want to admit that they're a certain size or don't want to come to grips with it, don't want to order the right size, don't want to tell people that they've gained weight. You know, it's all emotional base. And it's just like, there's no need for that. Keep that. Tell your boyfriend that. Tell your, you know, your family, your best friends, you know, that keep that to yourself. It's a waste of time because it still ends up being, you're a size 12 now, period. I mean, it's, if it's that difficult to deal with, then I don't know if modeling in general is for you. And I've rarely said that about anyone, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm over and this is my emotion. This is sheer, pure emotions. I'm sick of people talking about something being a hobby and that's why this, or, you know, it's not real, a real quick cause So that's why that, that's why I want to say that's why these nuts, excuse me, pardon my French and my expression so early in the morning, but seriously, uh-uh, no, I, I, I just, I'm over it because there are people who do so much and are so dedicated and professional and it's something that they do once a year. It's something they do three times a year. It's something that they do once a month. It's something that they do once a week. It, it, that has nothing to do with it. That has to do with why you are taking things lightly. That has to do with why you have the outlook that you, capital letters, have. Because there are people who do not look at it that way. And I look at it like this. For every person who's a teacher, an instructor, a stylist, a designer, and a photographer, even magazine owners, no matter how many people we work with that are doing things as a hobby or part-time, we're not. Keep that in mind. That's why I say use common sense. It needs to be known what is important to the people that you are working with on a regular basis. Their goals, their outlook, their perspective. You need to know that. You need to consider it. It needs to be important to you. And it needs to be something that you are aware of because of the fact that this is not a hobby for your stylist. This is not a hobby. And again, different folks for different strokes. You say tomato, I say tomato. There are some people who take their hobbies very seriously, even though they're having nothing but fun doing it. So I don't want to hear that. I really don't. And it's just like someone saying, are these real magazines or is, is that a real career? That's not a real, you know what? Being a social media influencer has now become a real career. And a lot of people don't want to deal with that. I mean, it started with reality stars. People didn't want to deal with them. 
having careers, people with no lives, people, people with no talent, but yet, you know, everyone's hanging on their every whim and they're making millions of dollars just by living their life. <laughs> no education, no talent. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Making money and keeping it, there's some talent involved, even if someone else is making all the decisions for you. You, at the end of the day, are the one that made the decision to have that person in your life. That's a smart move, and uh, it's you're not a dumb person. I don't, I would not consider somebody um, really, really stupid and talentless if they're actually making money because it takes time and it takes work no matter what. You're the one that has to show up to get your hair and makeup done. I know it's not as hard as showing up to do a construction job. Why compare the two? The point is it's still work. And when you become a reality star or you're a social media influencer and you're famous or slightly famous, everything you do is under scrutiny. If you lose five pounds, oh my God, she must be on drugs. (laughs) If you take your baby outside and it's 75 degrees outside and they have no socks on, but you do, oh my God, she, her baby don't have no socks on. Excuse me. Um, you know, if you gain 20 pounds or if you have a baby and lose only a little bit of the weight, but you don't want to lose the rest. Oh my God, look at her. She's overeating. She must be depressed. She doesn't care about how she looks. Oh, she looked better when she weighed less. Oh, you know, no matter what. Oh, this is her third marriage. Oh, no. You know, those Hollywood marriages is though, you know, your marriages haven't failed. Our marriages, uh, the world, you know, <laughs> everything that you do, everything that you say is under scrutiny. You're under a microscope. And I just know most of the people who are critical of that, <clears throat> excuse me, Um, are people who could never handle it in the first place. Whether they want it or not, there's no way that they could even handle that kind of pressure. And the schedule of traveling and constantly getting your makeup done, constantly doing wardrobe fittings. And then think about people who do have quote-unquote talent. Rehearsals, learning your lines, weeks and weeks, months and months of of rehearsals, pre-rehearsals, fittings. I mean, and just everything before that, auditioning, getting an agent. No, there's people out there that they don't want it because they think that it's easy. They think that it's simple. They think that there's no pressure. Um, and they would not really want everything that comes along with it, period. If, the, if you sit and really think about how much work you have to put into it and just to have people scrutinize you and, and, and you know, judge you and be haters and gosh then there you go golly gee all the haters that come with it too it's just it's a mess so anyways back to clothing it is extremely important to to uh, take away your personal emotions i know that's hard because you buy things based upon personal taste you pick things to wear based based upon personal taste Um, You go to clothing companies and want to model for them based upon your personal taste. You like the things that they're selling. Okay, but boom, let's just like take the needle off the record abruptly and loudly and have complete silence for a second. Okay, let's get back to business now. 
what size you are today is what size companies need to know today. If they're going to be sending, if this is, again, an ongoing working relationship and they're going to be sending you stuff and within the time that they began sending stuff for you to model in until later or think about this I was being photographed and started a really cool business relationship with a photographer who had a really nice lovely little studio in San Diego it was like less than 15 minutes away from where we lived she and I just loved working together Um, every single photo shoot we did we were published every single look that we did we were published I landed a cover I believe two covers from working with her and she was just absolutely amazing she was one of the only photographers that was a female that I worked with on a regular basis for so long and I wish that I think she she got out of photography unfortunately and we definitely moved from San Diego but I she's just one person I would love to work with again and I believe the feeling is mutual she um, found someone who was selling a huge amount, a large amount of true vintage clothing, designer clothing and some handmade clothing, but all vintage and like Christian Dior vintage nightgowns from 1950s. Oh my gosh, I almost died. This was my first time ever. This was before I started buying them um, and really started getting into vintage. But she also had suits and dresses and it was endless. Now... I worked with her on a regular basis and every week I was at her studio because she wanted me to model. She had a mannequin, but for the bigger styles, because I think her mannequin was like a size six, she wanted someone. And I think it was just really convenient for her to work with one model that was bigger than the mannequin. And everything was just really convenient and just worked for both of us. I mean, I'm only like 15 minutes away. I'm the size she needed. She felt like I was an attractive model. She wanted me to represent her her new store, her new brand that she was building by selling vintage clothing. So it was an ongoing thing, but it was it was maybe over the course of maybe two months or so. But and I'm I'm assuming I guess people can gain or lose weight during that amount of time. Um, I don't know. I think it's hard to see it when it's on you. It's, you know, it's because it's so gradual that you don't really notice it. Um, it's same thing if somebody's seeing you on a regular basis. But anyways, if for any reason within the amount of time that has gone on that you're working with someone like a clothing company or a photographer or a stylist who's providing your wardrobe for you, if from the time that you first began working with them that you know maybe months have passed and you're going to start working with them again you need to don't just show up (laughs) and not tell them you need to be letting them know hey by the way you know I gained two dress sizes or hey by the way I gained a dress size that is important. You have to be letting them know that someone who's around you often, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we would assume is obviously going to see that. 
but I know that there are people who've lost weight and gained weight and there were people who were around them so often that they didn't really notice it at first. So let's just get away from all of that, um, especially if you are planning to work for a clothing company. You need to let them know they're not around you often. You know, they don't, they don't know what's going on. So, and I'm, I, I want to end this with saying it's the same thing in acting with actors, with the talent who have managers and agents. If you, I mean, I look at it from someone in that position to someone who's just doing it once a year for a hobby. You need to know your size before you show up. You need to let the person that you're working with that's providing your wardrobe know your size, know your measurements, period. But if you are an actor, you know, an actor mainly deals in headshots, right? Okay. They don't have a portfolio full of glam shots. They're doing acting. So very simplistic and even comedic actors, they have that headshot. Usually it's black and white. It's very simplistic, but they want to know your measurements and they want to see what you really look like, not necessarily glammed up unless those are the exact roles that you're going for. Um, If you change your hair from blonde to blue, you need to be informing. It sounds funny, but it's, there's the best example I can give you. You know, you need to be letting your manager and your agency know that. If I decided to get a humongous tattoo that's visible, or I said, I'm going to start being seriously tatted. I'm going to get tattoos every month now. Of course, I'm going to let the companies that I model for know that. I'm going to update my pictures every single time I get a tattoo. I'm going to let photographers know that I haven't worked with in a long time. Hey, if you haven't seen my new pictures, I'm all tatted now, just letting you know. I'm going to let them know that. If it's somebody that I'm working with for the first time and I don't have any updated pictures, I'm going to say, by the way, you know, I'm all tatted up now. If my hair is hot pink and it used to be jet black, same exact thing. I'm going to inform my manager or agent. I'm going to inform any companies that I work with um, unless, you know, I'm doing voiceover work or narration. It's going to be important. And this can be the same at any job. If you're working at a job where they're providing uniforms, if you need a bigger size or you need a smaller size, then they need to know these things, period. You know, if you've lost weight, if you've gained weight, this is something that is, is, is the same as changing your hair color. It's the same as removing all of your tattoos. Now you're not a tatted model anymore. It's the same thing as getting a whole bunch of tattoos since the last time someone saw you. Now you're a tatted model. These are, this is just information that is essential. It's imperative. And it's like imperative to know, you know, know your size. Know, you obviously know if you changed your hair color. You, you know, again, it, it can be losing weight. It can be gaining weight. If I have a specific project in mind and I need someone a size five, I don't care how beautiful you are. I need somebody a size five, period, because the garment is only going to look 
the way I want it to look and the way it was originally designed by the designer and made to look on a person that is a size five. Now, as we know, there's different size fives and that's the reason why you should know your measurements. I'm a size 12. I have no hips. At the same time, my thighs are extremely thick, but my legs, like my shins from my knees to my ankles is really long and thin. Like I've just never gained weight. And it's, it's almost like it's, I'm not balanced in a way because I'm so long and thin right there. And then my legs, like the majority of my legs, um, from my knee to where my hips are is straight thickness, just boom, you know? And then it's like everything else, you know, is just there. I don't know. It's kind of proportioned. I'm, I, I love having the size bust area that I am, that I have. I'd like to be bigger um, because I think it helps create that hourglass figure and I just don't have it. And I don't have it because I don't have big hips. But at the same time, I've got the long legs. So, you know, hey, all I can say is certain garments look better on certain people's body than they do on others. And it's more flattering, even if it does fit you um, on someone else, or it's more flattering on you because you have thick, thick legs. I could have two models that are a size 12. One can be middle section and top heavy, and the other one can be bottom heavy. And they're going to look completely different in the same exact garment. So that's something that I have to worry about as a stylist. And I mean, take into consideration when I'm, when someone says, yes, they are a size five, but the whole thing is know your measurements because there are different size fives, know your measurements. So you don't waste your money. I've seen people do it. I've done it. I'm like, I have to have that bathing suit. I don't care if it, it only comes in an extra large in China and I need a 2X and I know I need a 2X, but no, mm -mm, I want it anyway. So I buy it and only because the material is stretchy, I fit it. Is it going to fit the way that it should? Maybe, maybe not. I'm taking a chance, but I know if I buy a 2X that it is going to fit me, whether it's going to flatter me. I'm going to have to see, and that's basically my eye for fashion. I'm kind of depending on that when I'm looking at things, not just saying, ooh, this is fabulous, but no, this would look fabulous on me. I'm thinking of my body shape, my body type, just like these body suits that I've been modeling in lately. It's not something I would necessarily wear. Well, first of all, I'm not a bodysuit wearing person. Um, so this is me stretching into the modern side of the fashion industry, which I'm definitely doing. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> that's another one of my phrases. I, um, I, I can appreciate modern, but, but at the same time, I, I just think body suits look better on people who have hips. And because I'm missing that element, I just usually, you know, do certain, um, I usually keep the angle the same when I'm doing product shots, but I definitely change my pose. And by changing my pose, it changes my body shape, obviously. And then if I want to, and editing, I can add a curve, um, just, or add hips to myself or add a bigger butt to add more of a curve. So a bodysuit looks the way I think ideally it should 
look the way that it was made to look. Um, but they're not something that I would necessarily wear to the club. And see, that's another thing. Photo shoot clothes aren't necessarily things that you're going to ever wear again. Photo shoot clothes aren't necessarily things that you're going to wear out in public. Photo shoot clothes aren't necessarily things, if worn in public, that you would always wear. It might be a costume. So yeah, you wore it, <clears throat> excuse me, at a photo shoot now you're going to wear it to a costume party, but it's not something you're going to be wearing on a daily basis. Um, so I think it's important. And then think about events. I want to end this with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Attending events. Um, if you're going to be attending an event where there's going to be lots of different photographers, lots of different people, are you concerned about the fact that you don't look like your pictures are you concerned about the fact that there are going to be people taking pictures from you from all angles including while you're not posing I mean this is something like you live and you learn trial and error you know hindsight is twenty twenty because you you don't know this when you're just going to an event as uh, you know a, a patron and walking around and taking pictures of other people or just having your boyfriend snap a couple pictures when you were ready and then you're done. There are going to be people who are getting a picture of you when you were not ready to take that picture. There are going to be people getting pictures of you and you don't even see them and they're posted or they post them and someone shows you and it's like, okay, now are you going to be a little bit more aware of the poses you should be doing and shouldn't be doing? Um, maybe you chose an outfit and you realize that in certain poses that outfit does not look good on you. You don't like the way you look in that outfit, but you like the way you look in other poses. Okay, but if you attend a live event, are you prepared for the pictures where you weren't ready, where you weren't posing, where you were looking down, where you were you know, uh, posing in a way that you absolutely do not like the way you look. Are you prepared for that? Because at live events, that's how it's going to be. And it's the same thing with photographers. If you look completely different or substantially different than you do in the pictures and you show up looking different, that's, that's unfair. It's just like a model researching a photographer. And I've had this happen where I've seen excellent high quality work and then from our shoot I th the images were lower quality it's disappointing it definitely causes problems um, and, and delays and just all types of things time wasted money wasted and it, it's like okay why did I even do the research then you know so that's how I feel about images that are overly edited edited why they can cause a problem but also just if you've changed your appearance and you show up and you need to let people know ahead of time, you know, okay, well, I don't look the same as I did on these pictures or, okay, since we last saw each other, I've changed my hair or I've lost 20 pounds or I've gained 20 pounds. Um, th again, take your emotions and deal with them on your own. I definitely say deal with them because everybody says, love the skin you're in and you know, women empowerment and, and pen up is about empowering each other. So, you know, you can embrace that and find people around you um, 
as a support for that. But I say be realistic and think about the here and the now. What do you look like in that now? What size are you now? How do you look? What is your appearance now? What is your hair color now? You know, when you, again, when you attend a live event, there are no filters. This is real life. You know, an outfit that I might wear during a photo shoot, I may definitely not wear at a live event. Think about that. You know, I've I've been doing it recently with all of these little fast-ass mama, um, hoochie mama, modern-day, like, bodysuits that I've been modeling in. It's like, mm-mm, no, I'm not going to wear that in public. No, 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 no. And I, I, even the one, you know, from Fashion Nova that was, for, for goodness sakes, it was long sleeves and bell-bottoms, velvet, crushed velvet, burgundy, it, I had a little bidding war on my eBay when I listed it for sale. And I think like three people were bidding against each other. And I ended up doubling my money on what I paid for it. And all I had to do was order it and take some pictures of it um, in it. And boom. And I do think me in it helps sells it. Just like um, a mannequin versus on a hanger. A hanger versus a, a something just thrown on the floor. And you take a picture of it. So... Um, but when I look at that, it's like I was covered from, you couldn't see my ankles and you couldn't see my wrist bones. I was covered and in the front, even it was just so much material and the back as well. And it was not see-through and it was tight, but again, we're working with velvet. So it wasn't skin tight and see-through, but that's not something I would wear out because I don't think it flatters me. It fit me like it was made for me. Like they took my measurements and made it for me. The material was fabulous. It was comfortable and it was fashionable. But I think somebody with that has actually, actually has hips, which I don't would look better in that. I think, you know, you could be shorter or taller hips and a bodysuit like that. Oh yeah, definitely definitely an hourglass figure oh my gosh yes and I just do not have that naturally so I would not wear that somewhere because I wouldn't be comfortable in it but yet I was comfortable when I was modeling in it and it was like hey no shame in my game I posted the pictures with no body altering and then I posted the pictures where I made my my hips bigger I made my um I didn't have to make my waist tinier but I made my my hips bigger I made my butt bigger it's like yep sure did and I like the way those pictures look um so clothing is just if if it's if it's a part of what you're doing whether you're doing it as a hobby or not whether you're doing it um on the modern fashion and or the vintage fashion or pen up or a little bit of of all three um it doesn't matter you you could be a goth model you could be a you know fitness model you could be a bridal model you have to know your size even if you were a professional makeup model and hair model they're still going to want to know your size and your measurements because most likely when you're modeling hair products and makeup you're still going to be in clothes right so as long as other people are providing your wardrobe for you and on the chance that you might want to expand your career and work for clothing companies, you have to know your size and you have to know your measurements. 
and it's so easy and so simplistic. How you want to deal with the emotions of it, I don't know what to tell you. I really, really don't because there are certain parts of my body I'm not exactly thrilled with either and I just seem to deal with it and I seem to move on and I get things sent to me in the correct size and when people are preparing things for me, they know my correct size and I know my correct size when I'm ordering things and it's important because you don't want to waste time and you don't want to waste money whether it's yours or your own, Um, I mean your own or other people or both. You know, that's what it comes down to. Your emotions can cause you to waste money and to waste time. And I think that, again, people really need to deal with that. Like right now, um, there aren't specific items in the next shipment that this clothing company needed modeled in. Like, okay, we just got these new things in. We need these modeled in and we have all these different sizes. No. They have items that are things they already have, models that have modeled in them before. They're not brand new items. And they're in specific sizes. So there isn't like, okay, this is a new thing or this is from a new manufacturer and we have three different sizes. No, they have certain things only in a size medium that they're sending to me and certain things only in a size large. It's not like, okay, Candy, we want to see you model in this, so we're sending this in a size large for you. No, these are things that they already have in these sizes. They want to get them out. They want to get them modeled in, and they're sending to me. So I have to have a model who is a true size medium. Now, there's no dilemma here for me because it's pretty cut and dry, and a lot of the thing, I believe everything they're sending in this next shipment are corsets. Corsets, man, there's so many different styles of corsets and corsets truly have to fit you right for them to look right. Personally, I don't think a model with absolutely no breasts at all flatter, you know, and look flattering in corsets. That's my personal opinion. Um, I think the more the merrier, (laughs) the bigger, the better when it comes to corsets. That's again, my personal opinion, but they make corsets in size zero, size double zero, size two. And, um, there are girls that are size two that have boobs (laughs) to put it to simple, simplistic terms. Um, and there are girls that are size 20 that have no breasts. So, I just happen to think that corsets are about breasts, but it also depends on the type of corset because if you do have some, then it, they will finagle, if you will, and shape. That's why, I, that's why most of us love corsets. I love corsets because they totally shape you. And for me, corsets actually give me the appearance that I have hips. And so that's why I really love corsets because it, it creates that hourglass figure and kind of puts everything into place. So, you know, I would want to choose a model who obviously has a bust area of some sort, um, at least a B or a C or bigger. Bigger would be, I would love, but you know, at least a B or a C or bigger. But the key thing is being able to fit it so it fits properly. So I cannot choose a model that's not going to be able to fit that exact size because that's what the company needs. This doesn't have anything to do with their, you know, my client's personal photo shoots. 
So think about that. When you want to model for clothing companies or anyone is providing your wardrobe and for you as well, for you to save money and disappointment ordering something that ends up being too big or ends up being too small. So we've cruised almost into 60 minutes here and it is almost, let's see, it's 3.40 in the morning. My client's here at 8. Time for me to go back to bed here. Close my eyes a little bit. I hope everyone has a fabulous day. I believe it's Wednesday. Yay! It's still the end of October. Have a great day. This is Pin Up Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.